Females. This is your host, Paola Rosser, and this is Journey of a Fearless Female. I am super excited to introduce to you my very first guest. She's actually the person that pushed me to follow my dreams. This is my dream. She is arising from the fires of life. Danelle Delgado, the now serial entrepreneur known as the millionaire maker, Danelle Delgado began her journey when faced with raising her three small children of her own. Forced to make a change, she went from working three jobs, 80 to 90 hours a week, and struggling to survive, to an award-winning success in business by persisting her way in to align with some of the most world-renowned business experts and gain from them her personal mentors. After years of high-level learning with them, she has built some of the fastest-growing million-dollar training companies to date. She is known online as an influencer, and she has made a massive impact around the globe from her international speaking career, best-selling book, I Choose Joy, and her unmatched skills guiding entrepreneurs both online and off to scale their companies to a million and to live ultimate fulfillment. From her renowned elite retreats and online training platforms, which I've been to one of her retreats, her wit and skill training from the stage, Danelle has become a household celebrity, name training, personal and business development, like few ever will. Although her work is her heartbeat, her dream is now reality. She lives a blessed beyond measure life with her three beautiful kids in Colorado, teaching them to live the life they are capable as well. Now, I met Danelle in Vegas at Velocity. I was on stage and I was like, I want to know her. But I have a fear of talking to people that I feel are above me. And my husband was like, after she got off stage, they had a break and they were like, "Go, we're going to breakfast or lunch or brunch or whatever. And we went to brunch and my husband said, let's text Danelle and see if she'll come to brunch. And I said, no, don't, don't text her because she might say no. <laughs> she might be too busy for us. And my husband had her phone number because he too was a speaker on stage at Velocity and he texted her and she came. And I was like, oh my God, she's sitting next to me. And we <laughs> hit it off. We had brunch, we had champagne, and we totally hit it off. And what I loved about Danelle is that she is a true human being. She is like an all-star. She's honest. She's genuine. You see what you get. And she's not playing this fake facade on stage. What you see on stage is what you get in person. She's an like an incredible human being. So when please welcome Danelle. Thank you. That is quite an intro, but truly the feeling is very mutual or we wouldn't have been having brunch and champagne. (laughs) Or this conversation. Oh, this conversation. (laughs) Exactly. I, it's crazy to me because Danelle has done some amazing things. She's been on stage with Grant Cardone at 10X in front of thousands of people. I mean, Bethany Frankel was another person on that stage. She shared a stage with one of people that I love, (laughs) Bethany Frankel. She's done so much. She's written a book, I Choose Joy. You can buy it on amazon.com. I was looking at her bio. She was even on The Apprentice as a guest judge in 2012. She was a single mom. Like this (laughs) This is incredible to me. Her story is amazing because we think to ourselves, we can't do it. Why me? Why, why, why would I be on the stage or why would anyone choose me? That's well, that's, that's exactly where my life really started. Right. Only I did one flip of that question. I said, why not me? Oh, right. Rather than how could it, why not? Why not? You know, I think the, the lesson that I came to learn is that 
you know, there's a, there's a lot of people, usually if they rise, they started at the bottom, right? That's why there's all those rap songs <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we hear it, right? I think it's this. I think, you know, as a mom, we have this taste of triumph, this taste of overcoming that we didn't really know was possible, right? When you bring a human being into the world, it's like, are you kidding me? I am Wonder Woman. That right. was amazing. Oh <laughs> right? I brought a human being I know. and I cannot even bring myself because I'm afraid. What is it just like rips right through me? <laughs> well, it does. It does. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not I think, it. You know, it's just women, right? Somebody compliments us on our outfit. We're like, we tell them how a discount rate we got it. And we never just say thank you. Like we always dumb down what we're doing, yet we have these unforeseen, amazing abilities to rise when it is needed. And that's what happened to me. I I believe 100%, like when I go out on stage and they share my story, that that Katy Perry song, Rise, is always playing. Because I believe one line in there to my core that victory is in our veins. Wow. I believe that we are designed to ascend. You know, we're, we're born, we roll, we crawl, we walk, we run. Those who train, man, they become Olympic athletes. Like we're just designed to do with our life what takes us forward in advance. And so I think, you know, when I had a child, it changed my whole life. It wasn't about me advancing. The fear went away because I had to, right? I had to provide. I always tell people, I go, the biggest thing that holds people back is comfort. If they have enough money, enough happiness, enough, then they just remain. And they don't understand that remaining is the same thing as dying. Yes, exactly. Right? So, so that's kind of how it all began. Like I, I had these three kids. I had this amazing life, right? I was married. I had the dog. I had the house, the picket fence. It wasn't white, but it was brown and it was picket <laughs> and it was perfect, yeah. right? And in a moment, everything shattered. And I had my twins who were two and a three-year-old. I still have them. They're just not that age. (laughs) Um, You know, I had them and we had to start a whole new life. And I was used to being a stay-at-home mom and working some on the side, right? Part-time from home. I was writing. I was doing marketing materials. I was really just creating what I wanted so I could bring some in and stay home because I was a teacher before that. So teachers really don't make it, you know, they make an honorable donation to the cause pretty much. So if I worked from home... Yeah, I could bring in the same thing. So that's what I was doing. So when everything kind of shattered and I had these three kids on my own, I was like, well, this isn't going to cut it. it. There's no way I could have a teaching salary and provide for three kids. So and what am I going to do? you also had to like live on your own. It wasn't right. like you had to stay in your house. And I, yeah, no, no home, no nothing. My friends rented me an apartment for 30 days and I was going to have to figure it out. So I took on three jobs. And then I was introduced to network marketing, believe it or not. I was adamantly opposed at the time because I was like, oh my gosh, my mom, my friend, my neighbor, my sister, like everybody had done these. And I was like, get me out of here. Right. But I was really open at that moment. I had no idea really about the industry and what it was. And I was introduced to personal development and books and sales training and all of these things that seemed so much truer to me than anything I was taught growing up of go to school, get a job, work your way up. I'm like, I did all that. And now what? Now I'm stuck. Yeah. Because they don't ever teach you in school. Well, what happens when your life falls apart? No. Or what happens when the economy busts? How to pay a credit card bill. I didn't do anything. I got married when I was 21 years old. When I had these three kids and just me, I'd never paid a bill. I had never known what to do with a credit. I didn't have credit. I literally had nothing. And I was like, huh, 
this is going to be rough. Right. And right? isn't it funny? Like what year was it that you got a divorce? Two that, well, we split in 2010. 2010. That's only like eight, nine years nine ago. Years ago. Yeah. And nine years ago. I mean, it wasn't like the 19th century. You did not no. know how to pay a credit card. No, didn't. Never did anything. Never paid right? a bill. I was hoping my wit and charm would carry me through. It just didn't do it. <laughs> you were going to just like uh, bat those eyelashes and they were like, okay, we'll turn your, uh, your right? back on. Don't worry. Right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't work out so well for me. It surprises me how many women today, yeah. even today, have never no balanced a checkbook, have nope. never paid a bill, doesn't even know where the bills come from. Nope. That's nope. one thing that I have definitely learned is like you need to care of yourself so incredible though (laughs) what you did on your own the strength you had and the life you lead I mean that's an inspiration to me Uh, no financial (laughs) education my financial education was when I got married my husband cut out my credit cards and was like you're not using these anymore I got you like well, I'll take I'll take over this piece. So so when everything kind of was up in arms, I was really open to everything that was available. Yeah, because you <laughs> right? need to you need to make money. You need to feed those I had, kids. I had no other choice. I just said it has to be legal. I'm in. <laughs> right. <laughs> as so, long as it was legal. As long as it was legal. Yeah. I did have some limits. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. A little bit. So I I started working these jobs. You know, I had three jobs. I worked one from day. I went and spoke at youth and women's groups at night and I spoke on the weekends and I was doing everything I possibly could to just pay the bills. And I was like, this is not going to work. So mm-hmm. I got introduced to the sales world, networking world. And like, I was really bad. <laughs> like my mentors who were some of the top 10 in the world of networking suggested I find other avenues. That's oh. how bad, like their job is to believe in people and they believe in everyone <laughs> and you could do it. They're like motivational speakers. And they were like, we're not sure you can. Like, it's really <laughs> bad. Like we don't want you and your kids failing on us. Right. Yeah. So get some other things, stay with it. I was determined not to. So I literally became a networking fiend and I found every top leader in the world who was in sales, who built teams, who was a leader. I read every book. I got on every conference call, people who were selling cars, everything. I would go, can I just listen to your sales calls? Like, I just want to listen and learn and listen and learn. And so for about four months, I was in training, Uh right? Comes around December and I'm like, that's it. I'm going all in. I am going to make this happen. And I do over 60 meetings. I did 66 meetings, met hundreds of people to try and close sales. Yeah. I signed zero customers. And how did that feel? Were you just completely depleted? Like this isn't completely. I was like, this is the largest embarrassment of my life. I told everyone I'm going to, you know, make it (laughs) Come with me. Trust me. We're doing it. And I was literally, and my mentors had to have a talk and they were like, Danelle, it's not working. Like, it's not going to be okay for you. And I said, that's it. And I like studied everything. I wrote out my presentation. I practiced, I called friends and role played. I did everything humanly possible that next month. I closed over 140 deals personally on my own, made you know over 15,000 uh, that month, over 15,000 in bonuses. And I had a $30,000 month and I was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah, that is amazing. Right? But how many people would have quit at yeah. 66 or a couple hundred no's. I would have. I mean, right? seriously, how did you prevent the negative self-talk at that moment when you closed zero? You know what was interesting? 
at this point in my life, I do think it was a blessing. Then I did not think it was a blessing. Everyone who had ever, like I had helped a lot of people. I'd worked in the church. I'd worked with the youth. I had all these people who loved me. And when the divorce happened, when I lost everything and I went into sales, Mm -hmm. everyone left. Despised, judged. I literally had no family, no friends, like maybe a couple who were like hanging on, but they were kind of like, she's losing it, right? That's one thing people don't talk about when you get a divorce is how many friends you lose. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah, (laughs) because they they end up choosing sides, either the husband or the wife. And I refused to say anything bad. That was my kid's dad. So everybody judged that it was me, right? And I was like, it's okay, I'll take that. Broad shoulders, I'm strong, right? Give them to me. I just, I just refused to play that game. So, you know, everybody was gone. And I think that was the greatest blessing because no one could speak death over me. No one could speak negativity. Nobody was putting doubt in me. And so I had none. All I had was all of those books, all of those sales calls, all of those things that say you could do it. And that had shifted my paradigm from everything I was raised with, everything I had poured so much good in. I was like, listen, you're three feet from gold. You're one step from greatness, right? The next decision could be your best decision. You only have to win once, Mark Cuban, right? Like I was just repeating all these things in my head and I took one more next right step and I got a yes. And then I sped it up and I got a yes and I got a yes and I got a yes and I got a yes. And then I broke the company's records and they were like, what? just happened. And I was like, I don't know. Is anybody else interested? But you know, like I was, <laughs> I was just running. So I, you know, I built those for a couple of years. I broke records. I blew it up. I got a big ego as well. And I got knocked <laughs> around a little bit, you know, but I was winning. And then, you know, I was like, okay, I'm winning. I had to go through divorce court. It took a while. It was horrendous. It about knocked me on my butt again, mm. lost everything again. And when I was finally stepping out of that, I went to the doctor and they told me I had cancer. And that day was the best day of my life. Really? Nobody says that when they say nobody that. says that. Diagnosed with cancer. No, nobody says that. It was the thing that it was the defibrillator, right? Yeah. It was the, Wake you up. are not invincible. You're in danger of never recovering. There is no ego, no success, no loss that defines you. You have a legacy to build. You're not going to know how long you're going to get. You know, it yeah. is time to make the change. And so I stuck to what I was best at. And man, I could teach people to sell. I could teach them how to sell. I could teach them how to market. I could take all these moms, all these women who are just trying to be moms and support, you know, their families and and all these things. And I had this hunger to go, why do people keep looking in the mirror and losing? I don't understand. You know, why, why can't they pay their bills? Why do they do things, you know, that, that aren't fulfilling their purpose? And I was almost like angry, like, Yes. This is all we got. <laughs> you know? like, this is, we get one shot. Yeah. And I, I think know. a lot of people forget that. They forget yeah. that this is just YOLO. Literally, you only right. live once. That's there's right. No rewind. There's no second right. chances. There's no like, yep. oops, I, I did it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <No>, Brittany. <laughs> right. Right. Thanks, Brittany. I know. It's definitely, this is it. And as yeah. time goes on, which is the reason why I finally did this podcast, I'm wasting time. 
Yeah. Day after day, month after month, year after year, you are letting your dreams sit in the back burner. Right. Right. And that's, that's what happened, right? It was a total wake up call to go to now one shot. Is this the legacy you want your kids to know? And what I was living right then, it was a no. It was a no. I said, I meant for so much more. It's beyond, you know, teaching them how to sell. It's beyond this. It's about helping them become the one their results require. They have aches and need and hungers to do something amazing like you did to do this podcast. Yes. And I'm like, I can awaken it. I can show them how to live from my experience and do it. So I I went away on a little trip that my friend sent me on because I made it through radiation and all these things. And I, I said, this is it. I'm going to teach people how to intend their steps in advance, guarantee their win. I'm going to build a training company. I'm going to start with live events. I'm going to bring in the best of the best of the world of speakers. And I'm going to learn from them. And I'm just going to have you know stadiums full of people. And I had these big dreams. And my friends were like, uh, okay. Like yeah. that came out of left field. How are you going to do that? I had one friend who was like, she'll do it. She'll do it. I had another friend who was like, well, don't aim too high. Right. Yes. There's only one of them. I'm still friends with. Right. I guess which one I can guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but that's kind of how it all started was, and, and this is what I tell everybody. I go, listen, victory is in your veins. When you taste it, you know, and you need one human one human to believe in you more than you believe in yourself and to be the wind in your sails and you can go. That's it. It's really all you need. Then it's up to your work ethic, your passion, your fire, your commitment to work your decisions. Yes. And you can do it, you know? (laughs) Exactly. When I did, I actually did a private mastermind with Danelle. It was amazing. (laughs) I flew out to her place in Colorado. And even though my husband is my biggest fan, it's hard because sometimes I feel he's biased. Right. But when I sat with Danelle and I told her all of my dreams and the things that I wanted to accomplish, she was like, you can do it. You can do it. She was that one person that was just like, there is a possibility that you can do this, but you have to be committed. You have to take action. You have to do what you want to do. And after I left the mastermind and I came home, I still dragged my feet. I feel like fear really like the fear of failure, the fear of like telling everybody your dreams and never coming true. And they're just, well, she said she was going to be this person. She never became that person. So I feel like such a, like such a connection with you because you were like, I'm going to do it. And I don't care what you say. And you did it. And just watching you on stage and watching your, you guys need to follow her. She's on Facebook and Instagram. It's really easy to find because her name is not Danielle. It's <laughs> Danielle, D-A-N-E-L-L-E, Delgado. There's only one Danielle Delgado. So it's easy <laughs> to find, but she just, she's constantly motivating people and like she genuinely means it. There, She doesn't believe that there's this one pie and if you take her slice, she's not going to have any. No, she believes there's an abundance out there which is exactly what I believe. So it was just like amazing to sit with her. And if you guys get a chance, I definitely, <laughs> I would do it. I would fly to Colorado and be with her <laughs> one more time. <laughs> uh, well, we have many times to do it again. But, but look, you stepped, right? Yes. And I think so many people think it takes so much more preparation to do. And I'm telling you, make the decision, right? Find the dream, let it come out have the one person who believes in you, and then you have to discipline yourself to work that decision. That's it. Like you will understand it. When you step, 
that victory, that need to ascend and advance kicks in. You just have to move, right? You just have to tell it, I'm going. And I firmly believe the world conspires to help you, right? I cannot explain anything beyond what happened to my career blowing up for me doing these things that people were like, my gosh, what are you doing? I went into massive debt. I created like this great dream, these major events. Nobody was changing as much as they were for my events. And it catapulted me onto these massive stages with people who've been doing this for generations. And I was the only female most of the time, right? In the entire lineup. And, you know, somebody asked me that. They said, well, how does it feel to be one of the leading female, blah, blah, blah. I go, you mean one of the leading humans? Pretty good. Like, don't (laughs) point me out. Like, right? Like, yes, I am. And I am proud of that. And I want to lift up other females. But let me just tell you, it's about becoming a high achiever. It's about advancing my life, not compared to any race, any sex, any right thing in the world, except what mark I want to make on this planet. And you're so much closer than you have any idea. Like the truth is most people quit, which is ridiculous. I would have like, at that 66, 66 knows I would have been like, right? Oh, you're right. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I, I have no idea why I kept going. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know if it was that fire in my belly, that, that mom strong kind of hunger that I had no other choice. Uh, but I will tell you this, right? Fear is an interesting thing. And the more you give it power, the more it will run with you, right? Yes. And I think the thing that I learned to do quickest was if I have an idea, I act on it. If I have a thought, I act on it. If I have something I need to say in a conversation, I say it. Like I just started triggering myself to be like, now or never, now or never, now or never. You got cancer, you never know if it's coming back. Now or never, now or never. And that's all you have to say in your head is now or never. Like that's it. Now or never. Do it now or never. And that's exactly what I did with the podcast. It was like a week later after I left the mastermind, I was like, I got to do it. I have to do it. I just have to do it. And I finally got up. I recorded an episode. I contacted the girl that I had been like, I talked to her over a year ago and I said, I need you to be my editor. And she emailed me every three months. Hey, do you have a podcast yet? Hey, I'm waiting for you. Hey. And and I wasn't ready. I just, I had all these fears of like, what's going to happen when I fail? What if no one listens? What if people like mock me? And, and it's just kind of like, who cares? <laughs> no, right? It's, it's for the one. It, it is for that one that. person that might listen. Every day, right? Every stage I walk onto, there may be 35,000 people. There may be 100 people. Mm-hmm. I go to every stage for the one. Because there's going to be one who was me. That yeah. one who will grab hold of the message, who will stand up and work their commitments. And a year from now, 90 days from then, one year from then, two years from then, they will live the life that they never knew they could because of that one moment and one human breathing life into them. So you got to go for the one, right? And the one has turned into the millions, has turned into the deals and people calling me that I I never even imagined. I just got back from Necker Island with Richard Branson. What? I've been building this business for four years. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. And that was an incredible experience, I'm sure, because I was watching your Instagram stories and I'm like, (laughs) look at this. This is amazing. And that's the thing. People don't believe that it can happen to you. They don't believe like, oh my God, that that just happens to that person or that person. And you could sit here and make excuses all day long why it happened to Danelle and why it can't happen to you. Right. It's one tweak. It's one tweak. It's like what you said at the beginning. It's how, how could, like, why me? Why would this? And it's why not me? It's 
as you walk forward, it's the, I'm afraid, I'm afraid not to. Right? Right. It's one small tweak on the language we speak to ourselves that did all of this. Yeah. I just heard on a a YouTube channel. I listen to YouTube, motivational YouTubes in the morning as I'm getting ready. And I just heard the other day where it said, Mark Twain, um, the only thing you're going to regret are the things you didn't do. 100%. Spot on. And I'm just kind of like, that's true. Cause I, I could sit around until I'm 60. I should have done that podcast. Right. <laughs> we can do this again when we're 60. That'll be fun. <laughs> I should have done that podcast or I yes. should have launched that like group. I was surprised when I finally launched. You forced me. <laughs> Good. You forced me to do a Facebook live. It was women's international day. And she said, you, you're going to get on Facebook live. You're going to make it public because my Facebook was not public. I sat right here and I watched you right there. I know. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I was like trembling because it was freezing Colorado cold outside. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I announced that I was going to launch the Fearless Female Movement. And I was overwhelmed by how many people joined. I was overwhelmed. And then as I was doing like exactly what I've been doing before with motivational Monday videos and Wednesday wisdoms and Sunday shares... And like the first week, hardly anybody really like interacted. And now the second week, people are starting to message and and like comment. And like some people are like messaging me like, oh, I had my friend join and she really loved your video and it really helped her that day. And I'm like, wow, like this is actually working. It's like happening. I'm just like, this is crazy. Like it's crazy because like two weeks ago, I was doing nothing. I was just dreaming about this dream, but not taking any action. You had all this amazing knowledge in your head that other people need. And so do the people who are going to listen to this podcast. Yes. Right? There is no reason to be selfish and keep it to yourself. Right? And that's the reason why I wanted this podcast because I wanted to interview incredible women like you to show like you didn't start from the top. It wasn't like your dad was like, you know, less brown or something. And now you're going to have the stage. No, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, I'm not judging anyone who had that, but you were divorced. You lost everything. And that's an incredible part of your stories. You lost everything. You started from nothing and you stay. Yeah. And you've made like an incredible business for yourself and for your children. You've left a legacy and now your children always know that I can do it too. My mom's incredible. I'm incredible. Victory is in our veins, which is (laughs) the most. That is just the most beautiful, like saying victories in our veins. And it's not just Danelle. It's not just me. It's you, the listener who's listening. You too are a fearless female. You too can do things that your dreams are made of. You can live your dream life. It's hundred percent, a hundred percent. If you choose to to live your dream life. Now tell us about how you came across your book. I choose joy. Yes. You know, so many people kept asking me, how do you do this? It's so hard. You're an overcomer. You know, how did you do it? And for a long time, I was like, I don't know. I can't, I can't explain to you what happened within me that made me, you know, do it because a lot of people are, you know, come to me who have overcome divorce or lost a business or, you know, they just want to win and they don't understand how to overcome things. And so all I did was take the three practices that changed my life the most and those habits that I lived every single day and I shared it. And I said, listen, you cannot win in business until you do this. You cannot win personally, professionally, financially until you do these practices. These are practices I learned from the greatest achievers in the world. 
And that's what I did. So there's three things. There's write down 10 things you're grateful for every single day. It is the way I can say that the day I was told I had cancer is the best day of my life. It is a perspective that no money can buy. It is a perspective of winners. And it takes normal things where most people, they're like, oh, this is so challenging. I'm like, yes, I get to show what I'm made of today. Right? (laughs) Like. It's a different perspective. It's the why me, why not me. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's how that. you react to anything. It is. It is. And that's what makes you win quicker is I beat everyone just based on speed because my mind goes straight to the opportunity of the day, not the problem of the day. So, so that was the first practice. Second one is writing down your goals every day. I write down three goals. I teach them how to do it and I choose joy that you, you'll you do two short-term 90-day goals, one long-term. And when you're focused on it, life starts to shift. You start to notice the things that come your way to help you bring it to fruition, right? Yes. And then the last part is... When you have it in your like front... Frontal cortex. Yeah, yeah. you're going to... It's going to... You're going to notice. is going to bring something... For some reason, when you're thinking about it over and over, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, the universe makes it happen. It's true, but it won't if you don't recognize it. You're not focused on it, right? It's yeah, like writing it down in your I Choose Joy book. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I Choose Joy, right? And, and so the last part was personal development. It's the growth part. So gratitude, growth, and goals. The growth part is if you're reading 30 minutes to one hour a day, be it audible, listening, watching YouTube videos, listening to Paola's podcast, you know, whatever it is, 30 minutes every single day, you take one takeaway from that reading, you write down what you're going to implement immediately, and you're documenting this journey. This is how I kept ascending, moving forward, recognizing the victory that was in me and carrying it through to fruition. So this practice, I give them 90-day checkpoints, you know, all throughout the journal. It's a one-year journal, and people's lives are changing, and it went global. It, it went international. It's bestseller selling with Relentless from Tim Grover, who's now my hero and mentor. I just finished that book, by the way. (laughs) So good, right? Really good book, exactly. It's the best, you know? And those people who were my heroes have become my mentors through documenting the process that helped me find my best life, you know, and live it. Exactly. So if you want to get your copy of I Choose Joy, you can get it on Amazon.com and it's by Danelle Delgado. So as we end this podcast, even though I don't want to because I could talk to you for hours... (laughs) What would you tell the fearless females listening a little nugget of wisdom that they can take away? Absolutely. So, so I have two things for you. Can I give two? Cause I just feel like giving a little uh, extra. You can give two nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I love you so much. <laughs> they go together. The first thing is to remember that today and what you do in it is your commitment to forever. Mm, today is your commitment to forever. And so you got to you got to wake up different. You got to do what you want to have happen for you. You have to prove it today. Everything will either credit or debit your bank account 90 days from today or your personal mm-hmm. account or your relationships. Like today is every day, right? Yes. So so don't do anything today you don't want to live forever. Don't don't talk about things you don't want to defend forever. Don't do things you don't want to <laughs> defend forever, right? It's today's yeah. your commitment to forever. And the last one, and it's what motivated me, right? It's like how we, you know, kind of never take full thank you. Like we don't just take on blessing and go, thank you, thank you, right? We, we downplay everything. I will tell you, the only way that I moved forward was not focusing on me, but understanding that not doing was really selfish. It is the line that I use every single day. It's a chapter in my new book. It's, it's called, Who Loses If You Don't Win? And it's about the impact you make when you are living your largest life. Yes. I can't imagine. I almost quit. 
66 no's. I almost quit. Cancer, I almost quit. And now I have millions of lives that I get to impact every single day because I didn't give up. And I'll tell you those same million, a new million are waiting for you to win. They need you. That's awesome. That's incredible. Thank you for having, (laughs) thank you for letting me have you. I'm going to thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. No, what you are doing is incredible. I'm so honored to have you as my first guest on my podcast. And I'm so excited for the possibilities of my next chapters in my life. So So thank you all fearless females for listening to this podcast. This is a journey of a fearless female with your host, Kayla Rosser. Stay tuned next week for another guest and let all your females know to subscribe to this podcast and listen. And you can find us on Twitter at fearless female nine and on Facebook, the fearless female movement. Thank you guys and see you next week. Bye.